Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the Deep Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. How we looking, Val? Time-wise, that's good? <laughs> you crushed it. Hell yeah. What's up, everybody? Uh, this is I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. I'm Trent Dozier. Thank you for joining us live on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network, or maybe it's in the future and you're listening to this on a podcast. Um, however you are coming to us, thank you for being here. Um, as always... I cannot hear the music that you're hearing, so I'm just, you know, dancing, trying to fill the space. So uh, it's fun. It's fun for us on this end. I hope it was fun for you over there. And uh, also, you might have heard me say what's up to her already. If you could now say what's up to her in the chat, please say hi to our technical support, Val Agnew. Hi, Val. Hi, Trent. How's it going? Oh, you know, I'm great. I was enjoying your dance moves very much. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to switch it up every week. I so I feel like last week I was a lot of head movement, so this week I I tried to do mostly shoulder stuff. It was great shoulder work. Thanks. I have I have I would say okay shoulders. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for joining us uh, live. Those of you who are here right now, as I said, you're watching on Twitch.tv slash The Trident Network. I Love Improv is of course a part of. Trident Network. We are a part of the streaming branch of the Trident and also the podcast branch of the Trident. Um, if you are a subscriber to the Trident Network Twitch channel, you can uh, use the Trident Network uh, mascot, the Party Dolphin, uh, as an emoji. Wait, is that right? A bit? No. What is it called, Val? It's an emote. An emote. An emote. Uh, in the chat, if you're uh, one of those members, Val, why don't you throw in some party dolphin claps? Show everybody how sweet those look right now. Consider it done. Thank you. Uh, Val, Any anything else about uh, the, the old Trident Twitch that the folks need to know before we get into it this week? No, just that you can be you can be a subscriber at no cost to yourself if you happen to have an Amazon Prime subscription. And I'm putting a link with a couple quick instructions right now in the chat if that interests you. Hell yeah. If that interests you, please check it out. We love our subscribers. We love our followers. Um, we love fans of, of all walks of life uh, of the Trident Network. And uh, I think that's it. Let's get into it. Are you ready to go, Val? Heck yeah. Okay. As always, we're going to do some improv. We're going to talk about some improv. But I can't do this show alone outside of Val, who is my technical support. I need some improvisational help. Uh, and this week I am joined by someone who I simply adore as a human and as an improviser. They bring so much light when they're on stage. Um, uh, they're, man, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them a lot of compliments, but I'm going to get them on screen first. Please welcome my friend, my teammate, Zoe Agapinen. Yay! <laughs> What's up, Zoe? Oh my gosh, not much trend. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Uh, couldn't do the show without you, so you are arguably more important, more integral than I am to this next hour that we uh, are about to embark on. Oh. Um, Zoe, thank you for being here. Happy to have you. Uh, some people may know, some people might not know. Zoe and I were on a team together in Chicago. Zoe is still in Chicago. I have since moved to beautiful Burbank, California, where the sun is hot and the internet is spotty. Uh, but we were on a team together in Chicago at CIC Theater called Fair Dinkum, which Zoe is still a part of, and I am a part of in my heart. Yeah, you're uh, still a part. You're still a part of it. Thank you. You respond Thank you. a lot still. <laughs> yeah, I'm still uh, I'm still active in the group chat. Uh, you know, I like to keep tabs on my friends, see what's going on. 
Uh, but that was predominantly where Zoe and I got to play together. And uh, for me, personally, Fair Dinkum, one of my crowning achievements in improv, I would say. And Zoe, you are a huge part of that team. You are the spark of the team, which leads me into me telling you what I like about you as an improviser. Okay. Um, before, before I get into that, uh, for everyone watching along, if you would like to throw suggestions into the chat for a scene you would like to see, maybe this conversation between Zoe and I right now will help um, maybe inform the suggestion you want to give. And as a reminder, we would like a suggestion not of uh, something simple like a pocket watch, but of, you know, something... Uh, 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 set up a scene you would like to see, such as Zoe is a pocket watch salesman, and I am a lonely schoolboy trying to purchase a pocket watch from her. You know, something like that. Something better than that. Um, uh, maybe this conversation will help inform you in that way. Zoe, here is what I like about you as an improviser. As I said, you, I feel like you kind of radiate light, radiate energy. You are, I, I was thinking about it this afternoon. I think you might be the improviser I know who plays with more heart than anybody else. I feel like you're very good at being wild and silly and goofy, but push comes to shove. In a show that you're in, heart will always shine through, especially towards the end. You're also very good at like, putting a perfect bow on a show. And I think it's because you are such a, a powerful player with your heart and you make, you know, you make, you can put on these ridiculous sequences and characters and all these things. But at the end of the day, no matter how out there something is, you make everything feel real and make the audience care about that um, because of your, your heart and, and because you care about what's going on. You, you don't just, um, you don't just let something be funny to be funny. You make everything matter. And I think that's very important as an individual improviser, but I think it's also super important as um, to have someone like that on your team. And like I said, I'm fair dinkum. I think you are that person, and I feel like our shows would suffer if you were not on that team. And I also think you've made all of us better uh, uh, improvisers in terms of us playing with our hearts as well but like i said you can also get silly and goofy and i love that shit too you're very physical uh two people on fair dinkum have ever had their pants rip open in the middle of a show and one of them is zoe and the other one is me so we also have that in common <laughs> we go hard we go hard on the stage uh you could say uh zoe do you agree with uh that assessment what do you think about all that wow it was really nice um <laughs> I, I, de I think I do agree because I think like I um, I like to give things like the weight they deserve. Um, mm -hmm. Totally. And even though it's like a silly fun show, if something like serious happens, I think that like treating that like the way that I'd actually as a human react to that yep. is like important to me. I think because I like, you know, began as an, more of an actor than like a comedian um and so yeah that i think it's really um nice to you to say that you feel like it's like heart <laughs> but it, yeah i think i just i'm like an emotional little um baby so in real in my own life so i think yeah sometimes i bring that to like my own art too <laughs> yeah i i'm glad that you do i think more people should play with <clears throat> the heart that you do i think uh you giving stuff the weight that it deserves is the best uh the best way to describe it and i love that i love playing with you and speaking of that we about oh, to do gosh. some improv right now also um uh if anybody's looking for uh something else uh zoe also loves disney channel so with all that being said <laughs> can we please get a suggestion of a scene um that you would like to see zoe and i do 
uh, as always, there's about a 20 or so second delay between what we're saying on the screen to what you're hearing. So, you know, I'll just fill a little time right now. And also, as always, um, if we don't get a suggestion from the audience, we'll get a suggestion from Val. We've done it before. I'm sure we'll do it again. Val, how's everything looking? Well, we do have a pretty stellar suggestion. Oh, wonderful. Wow. It happens to be from a person you know. Um, (laughs) So I'm just waiting to see if anyone else uh, gives a suggestion. Great. But this is a really good suggestion. So part of me is hoping that no one else says anything. (laughs) All right. I think. I think it's been sufficient. Great, let's uh, do it. Amount of time. Okay. All right, <clears throat> I'm gonna read it verbatim. <clears throat> who's who's the who's the suggestion from, Val? Nia. Ah, former Hi, guest Nia. and current lover, Nia D'Amelio. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Have fun with this one. After being turned away from the gates of Disneyland due to fake tickets, <gasps> Trent and Zoe, who are friends. Regroup and reassess in a bakery in downtown Disney. Oh, oh my God! Okay, that is wow. that's incredible. That Highly is specific. Insane. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun. Okay. Thank you. I'm I'm sorry. I just I thought they, the guy who the guy who sold them to me seemed seemed very legitimate you, if you saw if you saw his jacket you would have also thought he was legitimate like this was like his jacket was like real leather it was like a real leather jacket i just it just the t- and they felt real they felt real in my hand didn't your ticket feel like it had the weight of a real ticket as well yeah i guess it felt real but i guess it wouldn't have believed anything like if you had given me any piece of paper, I would have just like really hoped that that it was real. I thought it. God. I thought it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I really just. It was too good to be true. Honestly, it was just way too good to be true. Of course, it didn't work out. Let's just let's just enjoy being at this cafe. No, no. You know what? Cassidy, this is your 30th birthday. We're getting you inside of Disney. Can you say think... it quieter? <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad that you're turning 30. That's not a bad thing. That's I know, an achievement. But I, don't, I don't look 30 yet, so let me live it. <laughs> People used to die in their 20s. It's, it's, a, it's a modern miracle that we can even make it to 30 now. Okay. Yeah, but the human body is not supposed to live past a certain age. Like, your knees just give out, I feel like, a, a, that's why you have pains like your body is like begging to be put in the ground but we won't let it anymore yeah i guess i mean that's pretty morbid way to look at it my physical therapist told me when i hurt my knee so they're the doctors okay well what i'm hearing from you is that we only have one life to live so let's get our little asses inside of disneyland today okay honestly it, it's good enough just to hear the music no no it's not good enough <laughs> i could hear the music on spotify when i'm sitting on the shitter i want to be inside of disneyland riding the matterhorn with you on your 30th birthday today i, I just i you know you already paid for the vip experience and i just were already out like a lot of cash you don't need to worry about the cash. You don't. I'll handle. I'll handle the cash situation. You don't have to pay. In fact, I'll reimburse you for your half of the of the birthday present that I bought for you, which ended up being these fake tickets. Okay, don't even worry about that. I we're getting a free Disneyland day. It's you and me. we're getting a free Disneyland a free day. Disneyland. Yes, you and me, we're going to sneak in. I'm going to go online right now, and I'm going to look up ways to sneak into Disneyland. Because you know we're not the first people who have ever tried to sneak into Disneyland before. Okay, but put it on private browser just in case. <laughs> That's smart. That's smart. They have eyes and ears everywhere. Okay, let's see. Ways to sneak in to uh, Disneyland. Okay. Okay. Okay, here's the first one. There's a... 
a cast member entrance behind the new Star Wars Galaxy Edge. <clears throat> if we walk around back to that side, we can just walk in with the cast members. <laughs> and this, is, and this is saying just as long as you act like you, as long as you act like you should be there, you should get in no problem. But I think we'll probably need like a badge or something. I feel they all have very specific wardrobe that they wear. Well, yeah, I think eventually, but like, do you think people come to the park dressed as really? Yes. The the mascots too? Yes, you had to enter with your wardrobe dress. That's what I heard from all my friends in high school. (laughs) Wait, what about like if you're playing Goofy? Oh, well, you mean when you're friends with Goofy? No, what if you're the person... What if no. you're the person inside the costume? You're not allowed to say that. You have to say you're friends with them. I or that you know them. You can't just say that you the, okay. you're on the costume. That's like so scary. I know. <laughs> I, kids and... I know, but I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about us right now. I'm I worried about us. You should be worried about the people around us too. I'm not. I don't. If if they don't know that, that's not. None of the mouths move. That's not realistic. They None do the now. Mo- the new ones, they move. What? I've seen it on TikTok. <laughs> That's horrifying. Well, and they okay. blink, too. Well, I feel like they always had blinking capability. Did they? No, I thought I so. I just thought that it was new. I am... Um, one time I had a friend who, we'll say, was a friend of Goofy. Mm-hmm. He was playing Goofy that day. He was dressed as Goofy. And and um, me and my brothers were running around all day trying to find him. And anytime we saw him, we would yell, you know, quote unquote, his name. But it's not, you know, it's not his name. We're so, we can't, so we couldn't like acknowledge. But anyway, we did find him. We got it. We got a picture with him as Goofy. You could tell it was him. Yes, so because cool. he, well, he told us. I no, you couldn't tell it was him, but he told us he was. He told us he was gonna be inside of Goofy that day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've never had that experience before. That's so cool. It is cool. I know someone. Oh my god, that's who I should text. I'm gonna text James Arroyo right now. <laughs> Ask him if he, if he has any more of his free tickets for the month or whatever. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh. You know, I used to come here in high school all the time. I know. And it was different. Everything's different now. And it feels crazy to be here as an adult. But, like, want to be a kid? Oh, I want to be a kid so bad. I know. I understand. And I think I think I can help you by getting inside to Disneyland. So I think we should just, you know... I texted James Arroyo. I haven't talked to him in about 12 years, so I don't know if he's going to respond or not. Um, in fact, I don't think he's playing Goofy anymore, or I don't think he's a cast member at all. Um, but I think if we try the thing where we walk around, if we walk around out back, just act like we know what we're doing, walk in, I think. Okay. Yeah, we just walk in like, time for work, you guys. Clocking in. Yeah. My I feel like my number Oh, what's my ID number again? Eight three two four nine seven. Uh-huh. That's my fake that's my ID number. My fake I I mean my real ID number is eight six seven five three oh nine. No, no, no. <laughs> is that too many numbers or too little? No, I don't I don't know. I feel like people know that might be a fake number. But maybe they'll think it's funny. And they maybe, yeah, think of they'll it. think I'm joking. Yeah. They'll think I do remember my ID. But as a joke, I'm saying it's it's eight six seven five three zero nine. Like yes, the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey everyone, after this, I'm going. I'm gonna go back home where I live. Because we live. Because we live locally. Live yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is why we work at Disneyland. Why would I work here but live somewhere else? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I live here. 
maybe at the most I live in like LA and I have to do like a 30 to a 60 minute commute but it's all Southern California like I'm not yeah. living far away this could work that's that's, I, that's what could I could work say. wait okay. wait 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 okay I'm so nervous I usually don't lie because I, I I you do the robot when I'm lying I know <laughs> I know. Okay, so let's do let's do the robot right now for a little bit. Just try and get let's try and get that out of your system. Okay. <laughs> Domo origato, Mr. Robot. Domo domo. Hey, Cassidy, I gotta say, if you've never seen Sticks live, the band who sings Domo origato, you gotta see Sticks live. And I would ju- anybody. <laughs> Anybody in this bakery, if you've never seen the band Sticks live, I haven't. You gotta, you gotta. The keyboard's <laughs> on an axis, so he's spinning around the whole. It's incredible. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He writes music reviews. So I write music. Reviews. He knows what he's saying. Yeah, he writes music reviews. So Sticks is one of the best live sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm more of a freelance vulture writer. I'm not, I'm not contracted yeah. by vulture in any way. Yeah, they have a staff, but I think they don't. I think it's more of like a publication staff and not a creative staff. Yeah, so I've tried. I've tried. They refuse. <laughs> I write for them all the time, but they will not contract me permanently. It's probably because of the way that he his language is just so gritty. Yes. I always say that his language is really gritty when he's writing about music. It Thank actually, you. it feels like scratchy inside my chest when I yes. read sometimes his reviews. I'm like, oh, I Thank can feel you. the sound in my inside my arms and stuff. So, sticks. <laughs> I've never seen them either. I feel stupid. I feel really dumb. Don't feel dumb. No. Yeah, don't. She's not dumb though. She's actually smart. She's training to become a professor. <laughs> Stop, stop, stop. She is. She's training to become a professor. She's no. training to become a professor. So uh, most cool. people just kind of be a teacher long enough that they become a professor, but I I, I am taking this class from this guy on Instagram. It's called mm-hmm. Professorize Yourself. <laughs> and it's kind of about finding your inner um your inner professor. And oh my god, I'm sorry, but I'm really stupid usually. Yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> when it's not about other stuff. Yeah. Guess how young? Guess how young she is? Stop. I bet. <laughs> I bet. What do you guys think? Okay, I'm hearing a couple. <laughs> I'm hearing 32. <laughs> wrong. 35. Wrong. 42. <laughs> way off. That's 69. Oh, 69. That's a joke. Guess. That's wrong. nice. Nice. <laughs> 27 closer 27's closer that 20 24 ding 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 we're gonna call her 24 thank you thank see you. you're looking young cassidy i thank told you. you i wish you didn't call out all the numbers after it's all over <laughs> sorry i can hearing them too really thank you guys seriously thank you sorry to disrupt everybody's breakfast at La Brea Bakery in downtown. La Brea Disney. Bakery, yeah. <laughs> we love yeah. it. <clears throat> okay. Should we try and go break into this Disneyland? But is that in the spirit of Disneyland? To break into Disneyland. <sighs> yeah, I guess not. I want it so bad. I want nothing more than to walk in the California Adventures and be greeted by the friendly... Oh, now that I think about it, is he supposed to be a cop? The guy who gives out tickets that are like, awesome job, like, great smile. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be a cop. Oh. Oh, sad. Um... I, would like I don't know who you're talking about. He wears a tall blue hat. And he's like an old-fashioned... Everything in there is like 20s themed. Is this ringing a bell? And he kind of... He's always no. like, hello! Yes, and he has a... um, 
He has a ticket pad with him, but he will like write you. Maybe not post COVID, but at one point that was that was his thing, and he has a name, and it's not coming to me at the moment. Are you thinking of Mickey Mouse? No, 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 no. Mickey Mouse wears his Newsies outfit (laughs) on whatever that street is called. On Buena Vista. Buena Vista. He wears his Newsies outfit (laughs) with his knapsack. Listen, I know it's not the spirit of Disneyland to break into Disneyland, but I do think it's the spirit of your life to be inside of Disneyland today on your 24th birthday. Yes. We gotta make a magic moment. We gotta make the magic happen, you know? If the magic's not gonna come to us, then we have to make the magic. We deserve it. (laughs) I am going to Disneyland today. I'm gonna try to make this manifesting thing. I will get into Disneyland. I am inside Disney. It is, what time is it right now? It's 10. It's 1 o'clock on today, and I'm inside Disneyland. It's 1 o'clock on today. On today. And I'm inside <laughs> Disneyland. Disneyland. It's this manifesting thing I found um, online where you say, like, something in the future. Like, you're oh, like, yeah. it the, is January 2020. Yes. Yes, right? the man- so like, manifestize yourself. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Yeah, but I know I know that he made that course public, but I wa- I insisted paying him for it because <laughs> I think that the way that he used Canva was really um, important. So, Cassidy, I will say I do think maybe we could have collectively more money if you stop paying for classes through Instagram that are just like one-on-one teaching sessions. Like I think. I think you, I think you mentioned it earlier, but like, I think you you're already a teacher, so you just be a teacher long enough, and then you will be a professor. I don't think you needed to pay to professorize yourself. I guess I didn't need to. I just feel like I, I feel like I need to. Like, who am I to be a teacher? I'm like literally so stupid. <laughs> She's not. She's actually not stupid. So that's why I feel like the professorize yourself kind of just like fell into my lap where it was like, gain the confidence, see yourself as the professor. And like, I don't have any of those things. <laughs> I honestly see myself as a, as a 24 year old. And that's what you are. Um, I don't know. I guess I could stop paying for the classes, but I feel like then my I wouldn't have any motivation anymore. I don't think that's true. Motivate yourself. Manifest uh, it. You should. I don't like- you don't. I don't think you need to pay for the professor class and the manifesting class. I think you probably just need to pay for the manifesting class, and then you can manifest yourself into a professorial role eventually. Yeah, you know, if manifesting works, excuse me, (laughs) (laughs) if manifesting works, then why am I training, right? Agreed. That's what I'm saying. Like, wait, so if I'm a, if I manifest being a professor. Uh Uh-huh. I'm following. Then it will happen. Uh, yes. So why am I doing any training? That's exactly what I said. Oh my god. <laughs> when you were saying it, I was like, why is he saying all these things to be mean? But now I understand. I was saying them to be nice. I'm going to text Ryan right now and tell him I'm not into the professor eyes your self course anymore good bye ryan <laughs> that's the scene <clears throat> <laughs> oh my god Woo. oh <laughs> was absolutely crying 
when we were just <laughs> yelling at everybody in the restaurant. I, oh I fully, I realized later, I had my head full of dirt <laughs> away. Oh, it was like, so good. <laughs> that was definitely, of any scene that you've done so far in this show, that was definitely the most... Um, where like I could see where you were mm. and you were like interacting with the space because I think like knowing that this is digital and knowing that it's ultimately going to be a podcast, not everyone takes the time or puts in the effort to like interact with their environment and you both were very interactive. Like I was just loving Zoe like sipping on whatever yeah. the drink was. There. Orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> we were all wondering. The chat was wondering too. Oh really? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I will say I do feel like I I feel like I personally neglect the visual experience when I am doing the improv scenes in these and I feel like I'm usually as active visually as my scene partner is. So like I, 2 weeks ago Joran was on and he was very I I don't I actually think he wasn't even as active as Zoe was tonight, but like the more like Zoe was fully immersed in this so I was also fully immer- it was like just way easier to jump jump in on that. If you're listening to this as a podcast, come back and watch cuz it was a scene yeah. to see, baby. <laughs> it really was. Um also and Oh, I, go ahead, Val. Oh, I was just going to say like Jordan was he's got so much energy. He always is just like pulsating, but he wasn't yep. like physicalizing the space. <clears throat> he was just like he's just a physical human being. Just like yeah. bopping around. Yeah. yeah, that's the difference. Whoa. I think. Between- <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, yeah, we talked. Obviously, we talked a little bit at the beginning of this episode about Fair Dinkum, and we've talked a little bit about them in the past. And just you and I in a cafe, and then talking to everybody else in a cafe. Uh, that's a scene I would love to see Fair Dinkum do. The, that team is so good at just like having a two-person scene explode into a 100-person scene. And yeah. I, that just felt like – it. that just – to me, that felt like where that was going. I like – I love to do two-person scenes with you, especially on that team, because I feel like you and I vibe in a way where that kind of naturally happens, where we both have this kind of pulsating energy, and then other people are attracted to that, and then – we it just like explodes and expands and it's a big it's a big ball of improvisational fun that i love yeah yeah we actually did do a a scene like that a couple weeks ago like a new we were i remember we were like um uh we had like set up like kennedy to be in oh gosh like another country i even was the person who said the country and i can't even remember what it is now but um <laughs> alex just tags in and is like do you want some soup and then she's like huh he's like soup it's the famous food of whatever country this was and then like immediately i come out and i'm like <laughs> and everyone's like eating all this soup and then we're just like pouring soup into these bowls and all of us are trying to do an accent and none of us can do accents so she like called i'm just like it's a soup <laughs> wherever it was and it was insane Uh, yeah it was kind of like that i've said it before and i'll say it again if you are in chicago and you have the opportunity to go see fair dinkum you gotta do it and i'm obviously biased because i was a part of the team but like it's some of the most fulfilling improv to do for me but also to see as an audience member i think it's very rewarding um the way that that team plays oh my gosh Zoe, <clears throat> I have to interrupt because there's someone in the chat whose uh, screen name or whatever is C Sparks, and they say, "Hello, Zoe. This is Dubes." Oh, um, that's my uh, sister's boyfriend's dog. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dubes. There's a I dog do. in our chat. Yeah, I thought that when they introduced me to him, I thought his name was Goobs, so I kept calling him Goobs. And then my sister's like, "No, Dubes," and I was like, "Goobs." He's like, "Dubes," and I'm like. <laughs> Goob, like I could not get it, and so, anyways, yes, now I know. Doobs, well, Doobs is watching. Like I, I said, we love our fans of all walks of life, <laughs> dog, human, or or otherwise. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, that was great. I loved. Um, I, the way, 
for people watching, they could see you, but for people on a podcast, they're not going to be able to see the way you physically started the scene, Zoe. Um, this is something Val and I have talked about nearly every week we've done the show, but I personally love when someone else starts the scene. And I started talking first in this scene, but I feel like this was another example of you started it because you looked devastated. And just the way that you looked, I immediately knew that, oh, I, I, I fucked up. This wasn't like a mutual, or at least that's how I felt. I was like, this wasn't a mutual, we messed up. This was like a, I blew it. I dropped the ball for Zoe. And I just love, even though you weren't like, you know, talking and, you know, setting up the scene, so to speak, your emotions immediately informed me of my character and what I should be doing. And that another that's just why i love to play with you because whether you're speaking or not it's always so clear because you know you're wearing your heart on your sleeve whether you're happy or sad or somewhere in between it's always just so clear to me what i should be doing as someone in a scene with you um so that was great and i just want people on podcast who are not going to be able to physically see how you started it um (laughs) that you started off sad and that's why I talked first. I never talk first because <laughs> I never want to. I hate starting a scene, but I love jumping in second. And so even though I talked first, trust me, I was still jumping in second on this one. Yes, that was very evident. The whole time, If it was very clear uh, Zoe's responses were, or at least felt like they were coming from a, an honest emotional reaction to whatever had just been said or happened rather than like, what's going to be funny or like, what should I say as this character? It was just like, I'm going to give an authentic response based on what was just said to me. Um, it was like a masterclass in like listening wow. and just responding to the last thing that was said. It was very cool to watch. Thanks. Yeah. I feel like that's my, um, that's definitely my strength. And I think like in classes, it was definitely not like seen as a strength. Like when I was first taking improv classes mm-hmm. and like, learning how to do the thing I wasn't always super successful at accomplishing like whatever the teacher was asking of me to the point where I like really almost quit um but I did like I find like people who are like oh no this is a strength and I like so whenever I'm like especially now coming back to improv after so many years of not doing or not years (laughs) so long (laughs) a year of not doing improv I think like that's my like thing I lean on is just like responding as you know like letting things affect me yeah even as they're small or whatever they are yeah I think it's you can it's so easy to like or I think in theory it's easy it's easier to just layer on some wacky character but then it's like a lot of times the response stuff isn't real and it's like people trying to be funny and it's actually a lot easier to just whether you're playing a character or playing closer to self or whatever regardless of that you know listening for real and responding you know for real and those the the funny things in shows are like the the real things that you stumble across it's not like you know someone trying to set up some joke and like here's my pun and i nailed it it's like real moments of discovery between two characters or the two performers or you know in the best case scenario is probably an amalgamation of both where you can't tell you can't tell where zoe ends and the character begins but i think you're i think you're great at that so i'm glad you're leaning i'm glad you're leaning into that because i think you're totally right i think it's a strength it's a big time strength of yours yeah and i think too like there are so many big, powerful character performer people who are so funny and successful and good. And I think sometimes it's tempting to like want to be that way or like, you know, be funny in that the same way they are. But like, if you, that will make you less funny if you do something that feels like unnatural to you or like mm-hmm. against the grain. Not to say that everything should feel comfortable when you're like performing. You shouldn't, I mean, you know, Fair Dingham had a show last weekend that was only three of us and, you know, not a lot of people in the audience. And it was definitely a little bit of a clunky ride just uh-huh. because sometimes that happens. But, yeah. like, 
like as long as you're just like having fun and doing what you know you can do like you're gonna be successful if, if you're trying to be a, someone else like I think when I got you get to Chicago a lot of people you can immediately watch them play and be like oh they watch a lot of Jim Carrey or like <laughs> they like they like Steve Carell or like whoever it is because they'll play exactly like them and you know you gotta yeah be you. I totally agree I think it's I think you should always try and be inspired by other performers, whether it's in improv or, you know, TV or movies or even music or, you know, anything, but you should always try and it use, use them as inspiration, not as like a template of how you should play. You shouldn't be like, Oh, Jim Carrey's funny and liar, liar. If I'm running around just being Jim Carrey and liar, liar, I'm going to get all these laughs. That's not, you got to be yourself. I totally agree. Yeah. Um. Sorry, oh, go ahead, done, baby. No, I was just saying one thing. It's already been done, baby. <laughs> yeah, <Okay>. exactly. <laughs> why be, why be the, the second Jim Carrey when you could be, the first Lil Zoe? You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. <clears throat> also, a little behind the scenes, uh, I now live in Southern California. And I'm from Northern California originally. Zoe also used to live in Southern California. We are both uh, frequenters of Disneyland and California Adventure. The My story about trying to find my friend who was playing Goofy was real. And we found him eventually. And I was trying to think of a funny name. And then I was like, James Arroyo is his real name. And that's a funny name. So I, I just used his real name. I'm assuming the stuff you were saying about your your friends telling you stories of of how to dress and whatever as Disneyland cast members was also real or based in Well, I didn't I didn't they would tell me stories, but a lot of people <laughs> I went to high school with worked at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And I also worked at Knott's Berry Farm, which is another hey. California theme park and you did enter with your costume on. Unless like if you're a character though or like in Knott's Berry Farm's case if you're during Halloween haunt you're a monster you go into hair and makeup and then you get all done up into your like they do all your shit there thanks but, so, um, but you leave I've, you enter and leave in your full in your full disney cast member outfit yeah when i so when i worked in us very from i was, a, it was i was going into my um senior year of call of college of high school <laughs> And I also worked there going into my senior year of college, but going into my senior year of high school and I, I got transferred to a different department, but something wasn't working out with my work permit, blah, blah, blah. I ended up like not working during Halloween haunt, which I was like more than grateful for because I'm such a scary cat. Yeah, but same. Friend, I hate it. Yeah. My, ugh, and my, one of my really good friends, she did end up working, um, during haunt and she was a ticket taker and um the outfit she had to wear was this like gigantic like prairie dress if you've ever been to Knott's Berry Farm it's like kind of like prairie themed yeah if you will she had to wear this big prairie dress and like it had like an under thing underneath it not like a hoop skirt but it had like a you know, a skirt underneath the like actual petticoat skirt I guess and you go to the, there's a wardrobe, even when you're a lifeguard, there's a wardrobe, you go to wardrobe and they assign you all your costumes and stuff that you have to wear. And you have to like pay, obviously, if you, a costume, you lose it or whatever. But she had to go like drive to work in her large ass dress. <laughs> I literally just slapped the mic because how are, how isn't, I don't know. How would you do that? But then that's, Wait. everyone does it too, and they take, you know, pictures in their car of them, like, <laughs> and they have their, like, little name tags on and stuff. At Knott's, we were, like, so discount Disneyland that we were, like... Yeah. It's almost like, like, oh, like, <laughs> this is, like, you know, the kind of the local spot because it's not very nice or, <laughs> or fun. <laughs> it's kind of dangerous, honestly. But um, uh, everyone who worked at Disneyland was, like, so braggy about it because it was like you know very cool and i knew some people who like danced in the parades at disneyland and that was like the coolest thing ever and they had all these really cool like pictures because people like fans take pictures frequenters will take photos and like post them on the internet like their blog or whatever so they'd have like all these cool photos of them and they'd always be like 
street or something like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you do have to go in your costume. Yeah, you have to go in your costume. The the know? local Southern California amusement park hierarchy. We'll, yes. We're figuring it out. <laughs> I would say, obviously, Disney's number one. Universal's two. Magic Mountain's three. Knott's Berry's four. Would you agree? Yeah. But Magic, like, well, the Universal used to be all the way at the bottom. No one went there. You could get an annual pass for, like, 60 bucks. Well, I was looking the other day, and let me tell you, that price is up. I know. Well, because then they got Harry Potter World. Yeah. Really? But yeah. So, and no, Magic Mountain is like a trek. It's so far away. I mean, it's like kind of far away. It's right there by the grapevine. Yeah, it's not too bad. Not too bad if you got a car and you yeah. live in Burbank. It's only about That's half an true. hour. Nia and I went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nia and I, I'm like, it's so far away I'm talking about from Orange County. Yeah. No, Burbank's kind of perfect because like everything everything's like half an hour away and then universal's is like 10 minutes from us so we kind of have access to all the rides it's pretty sweet i will say last time i was home was a big family gathering and that that was when i ran into you in the uh, yes that was incredible (laughs) and i uh one of my cousins she lives like she lives like in eureka it's like the top of california but now she lives in like virginia or something but she was like, will someone take me to the airport on this day? And we're like, yeah, for sure. And she's like, we're like, what airport are you flying out of? LAX, Long Beach? And she's like, Burbank. And we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> we were like, no. Literally like three hours to get there and like three hours back because of just traffic. Uh-huh. Yeah, we if anybody. Like two of us. If anybody ever comes to visit us, we are literally like a five-minute drive from the Burbank airport. So we're always like. Please do not fly into LAX. I know. If you fly into LAX, that will be an hour one way and an hour back for us. Burbank, you'll be in bed by the time the plane touches the ground. Like, uh, okay, good to know. Inter- yeah, everybody, everybody note this. Zoe, you note this. If you're coming to visit me or and or Nia, fly into Burbank Airport. That's very helpful. We can easily pick you up from there. Bob Hope, Bob Hope, right? Yep. Airport. Yep. The Long Beach Airport's John Wayne Airport. Oh, okay, cowboy. Long Beach, not Long Beach, Orange County. Or... Yeah. <sighs> well, we could uh, we could keep naming. We the could Southern, talk all day. The Southern we California. Talk all day. <laughs> uh, Zoe, <laughs> Zoe, thank you so much for doing it. I that I was just straight up crying more than once in that scene that was so much fun um always love playing with you uh if you are interested in seeing more of zoe you gotta be into in chicago to do it uh as i said she's on fair dinkum um you can go to cictheater.com and check out their schedule to probably see when fair dinkum is playing i know or their instagram oh yeah or the cic theater instagram um i will be in chicago in two weeks and i am playing with fair dinkum at uh logan square improv on the friday show which i think is at 8 30 at logan square improv in chicago with fair dinkum that's gonna be fun i'm very excited to do that and play with everybody again um also if you want to see zoe uh one of the (laughs) one of the all-time like wildest improv shows you could ever see is saturdays at 8 p.m also at cic theater it's felt it is improv performed by puppets it's incredible felt is felt is an all-time team um in terms of psychotic energy you gotta go see felt gotta go see zoe um zoe thank you for joining me on i love improv thank you for having me um also uh, if you would like to follow and subscribe to the Twitch channel, please do so. Or you can follow and subscribe if you're listening to this on the podcast version. Um, please do that wherever you are listening to podcasts. Yeah, are you pointing at the subscribe button, Val? I'm trying to yeah. point at the subscribe it's like button. Down, it's down <laughs> it's here. Under it's generally, <laughs> It's generally down here. Um, <laughs> as Val was saying earlier, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can subscribe to the uh trident twitch for free 
um, and you get access to the Party Dolphin and all those fun things. Um, also, you know, go to thetridentnetwork.com to check out more information on live shows like this or podcasts also like this or um, other web web series and shows and stuff like that. Uh, Dicks, the first ever Trident Network web series, is in the throes of its first season. We're on episode six. Episode six just came out, I believe. Um, right. How's that going, Val? Cool? Great. So fun. There's there they put a lot of work into that show. It's very yes. cool. It look I mean it looks great. You, you everyone should watch it. It's fun. Um I think that's I think that's about it. A- anything else I'm missing, Val? No, just that uh if you do choose to subscribe or do any other monetary support, the reason that you're doing it is so that we can provide this platform for amazing folks like Trent who put on these great shows and hosts awesome guests like zoe uh so if you want to uh support that great uh art and work um and continue to have this around that is the best way to do it but if you don't have the cash which is totally understandable in these trying times then uh you just being here is enough and we appreciate it or if you're listening to the podcast we appreciate your ears thank you yes we appreciate everybody um always all dogs as well Thank you, thank you to yes. thank you to Dubes for tuning Thanks, in. Dubes. Uh, that's it. Have a great weekend or week or day or whenever you're listening to this, however you're taking this. Thank you, Val, as always. Thank you, Zoe. Everyone, go see Felt and yeah. Fair Dinkum in Chicago. Uh, and remember, baby, I love improv. <laughs> I love improv with Trent Dozier. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. And be sure to subscribe to and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I love improv with Trent Dozier is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The I Love Improv live stream features technical support from Val Agnew. The theme music was composed by Nia D'Amelio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return Thursday, October 7th, live on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network at 6 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern.